There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Boutique, your alternative adult shop. Looking for a naughty novelty gift? Then look no further. Mizzy'sBoutique.com Subscribe to our mailing list to receive updates on sales and new products. Hey, What's how that? are you? I'm great. How, how have you been? I haven't slept, so I look crazy. I'm ready to put my shades on. Oh, <laughs> like, you would ever that's make better. me oh, stab it. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna because I want to get this all on camera because we always have like the best the best conversation. So, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you back. Oh, thank what you. The, I am so as well. What have you been up to? Why haven't you slept? And like, what's been going on? Oh, I just I've been rebranding and and just working on the company and and uh, you know just seeing what direction I want to go in and you know, you know how it goes, you know, you, you go, you try things, some things work, some things don't, some things don't uh, resonate as well as you think. And so, you know, you, you make shifts. Like I'm, I'm right now working on fixing the website. So I just hooked up this entire real cool experience. It's not on there yet, but uh, it will be on there this week um, where the game pivots in 3d and, and all this stuff, you know, so that people can see it's a more interactive platform where people can see exactly what they get, you know, uh, detail for detail. So every item, um, all, all the components are, uh, you know, enhanced and 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 just you, people can see. So a lot of people were asking me, what do, what do you get in the box? Mm -hmm. Like what? It's a box. And I'm like, no, it's not a box. So, you know, I started basically... Um, thinking of how I can do it. And I was looking at Home Depot and all these uh, Walmart, and they have these functions where you can actually zoom in and it pivots and it unfolds. Oh, it's like a whole 3D type thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a virtual experience. Mm. It's kind of like when you go um, home shopping and then you do the 360 tour. It's yes. that type of vibe. So it's, it's giving you that kind of vibe, like a 360 tour of the actual game itself. Um, so that's one thing that I've been working on, but I'm going to change the entire website up. Um, I'm working on it this week. I've been, I've been, I have like two or three different ways to go about it, but I want to make it more. So it, 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 it looks very wholesome and, and holistic. I want to make it a little more sensual. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm going to make it a little more sensual. Uh, I used to be sensual. Too sensual. <laughs> I remember. I know. Like one game. of the things that we said a long time ago is that people thought that it was it was too much, and you had to like bring it down a notch or what, whatever. Right. So I'm trying. I think the happy medium is that somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know. And I it's think it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So I'm working on that, um, and also I've been working on um, on distribution for my new game, mm. which is this right here. Trist. Oh, you do have it going. So we yeah, talked yeah. about this uh, yeah. last time we spoke. 
And so now mm-hmm. you have this in manufacturing or it's like at that stage? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's not in manufacturing yet, but I'm I'm setting up I'm 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 getting the I'm getting the funding for the manufacturing. I'm working on it. Uh, and, and so yeah, now now I'm moving forward with it. So it was kind of something that I left in the back burner. Yeah. Uh to be continued. But I I did a couple of forums and I spoke to a couple of you know people that I really respect and, and they were like, No, you gotta put this out because you know, it, there's a wider audience for, you know, seeking how to communicate more effectively. Mm-hmm. So love languages, knowing your love languages is one. Knowing your love languages is one thing, but then knowing your partner's love languages is really what makes it work, you know, because then you can cater to that, right? You can cater to those love languages. So, you know, I fine-tuned the game. It's really cool. And um, and now we're looking to get distribution because this is something that can be in Walmart, oh, in, okay. uh, you know, Victoria's Secret or, or you know, Costco, you know? So this is where I'm looking to get it. I'm looking to get the game in, in all of these locations. And I'm talking to a, a distributor who's just crazy about me and everything I bring, I make up. So, you know, he's like, man, you are crazy. He's like, I love this game. So he's like, I want to get this in Costco. Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking Costco. So he just told me Costco. And I was like, Jesus, that's crazy. That would be awesome. Yeah. So I'm working on it. I mean, I wish I could tell you it's there. That would be great. But you know, I'm not the type of person that gives up. Right. So um, I'm, this is the next venture. We're moving into Tris, and uh, we're also uh, under development for the app mm-hmm. for TXP for the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's it's being developed. So the developers are, are designing it, and it's going to be mainly a 2D app um, with some 3D uh, upload. So when it's loading up, you'll see like a, uh, an animation in 3D. But oh. but the game plays in 2D, and it's yeah. gonna it's gonna have a a translator built into it with 14 different languages so that it can become a very universal platform, if you will. And um, you can use it when you play the game. And it's a standalone app as well. So we're working on that. And um, and I've also been developing like the line of clothing and stuff like that. I, you know, I'm, I do everything by myself. So it's a lot of work. Um and it's just sitting and creating and creating and then saying throwing things out. No, this isn't gonna work and things like that. So a lot of the back and forthness. Um but I also had surgery. What? Yeah. So just so the audience knows, the last time we spoke, it's it will almost be like a year ago where we did the podcasting. This was almost kind of like my transition time. So there's a lot yeah. to catch up on. What the fuck? Yeah. So this is why I didn't go to Exotica in Miami. See, this I was going to ask. Yeah, no, because I was set to go. And I had all my swag and ready to go. And I was going to give all the girls towels and, and skimpy TXP bikinis. And it was going to be hot. I was going to have every girl wearing them, right? Yeah. So who doesn't want a free bikini? You know, and it was like really high-end stuff. So, and what happened was that I had this tumor in my neck. It was about eight centimeters. So it was like the size of a of a handball in my neck right here. And uh, it was there for about two years and change and it kept getting bigger. So I'm like, oh my God, I think I got cancer, you know? And it was starting to push up. So it was it was uh, messing with my eardrum 
Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, so I, I would think that I had an ear infection, but it was just the pressure of the tumor that was pushing up. Nonetheless, uh, you know, I have a day job. And so my day job, my insurance kicked in. So I'm like, man, I'm going to get checked out, right? Uh, and, and so I go, and they're like, oh, you need a biopsy. So I get the biopsy. They made me wait two and two, uh, no, a month and a half to get the results. No. And I was so stressed out. Mizzy, I can't tell you how stressed I was because I'm like, they're taking long. They don't know how to tell me. <laughs> Awfulizing. I was going nuts. So finally, I called the doctor a couple of times and finally he returned a call. He's like, oh, listen, I've been so busy. I'm sorry I didn't call you back. Um, the tumor is benign. So I'm like, what? So he's like, yeah, you're good. It's just like a fat deposit of some sort, but it's in your saliva gland. So if we do this operation, we have to cut you open and take it out, but we may damage your nerves. You may become paralyzed. And I'm like, well, what's the percentile? He's like, well, I can't give you numbers, but I have to put that disclaimer in it. So he's like, but I have to tell you something else. You have another tumor on your face. What? And I'm like, what? So he's like, yeah, you have to get another biopsy. So, oh, my God. So I go get this biopsy. And they put all these needles in my face. And it's killing me. And I'm like, oh. And three days later, he gives me the results to it. And he's like, hey, there's no tumor on your face. It's just that's how your face is. We thought it was. I'm like, oh, my God. What kind of insurance is this, you know? Oh, my God. I would, like, I would be taking that first doc. Like, I'd be taking that doctor for, like, malpractice or some shit. Like, I, I, I really was on the borderline of doing be... that. No. That's nuts. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I don't even know. Right. Maybe we need to talk offline yeah. <laughs> about that because I'll tell you, I was so stressed out that I shut down. And I'm not the type of person that ever shuts down on the – I I challenge I take challenges on very well, you know. And it's and, not and, like you haven't had weird medical things happen to you through your years right, that like right. you couldn't handle it. Right, right, exactly. Not that you want so, that, but you can handle it. But you know what I mean. No, I was I already told my family. I said, listen, if I got cancer, I'm not dying. And they were like, well, you got to do chemo. Like we were already thinking about chemo, and I said, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm gonna live. I'm gonna eat soursop, and I'm gonna eat jackfruit, and I'm gonna eat all this healthy stuff. And if I can't get it out here, I'm going to go to Mexico and buy it and bring it back because I'm just going to cure myself holistically. Mm -hmm. And I'm big on that, you know. Uh, so, so nonetheless, I didn't have cancer and I didn't have a second tumor. So they're like, okay, you have to get an operation to get this thing. Yeah, it's so crazy because I, I'm, I'm laughing. It's so wrong to laugh, but like I'm flabbergasted by this. I was blown away. I was, I was like, I, I told them off. I was so mad, and I was thinking exactly what you said. I'm gonna sue these guys. You know what I mean? They stressed me the f out. So now, he's like, "Well, we can't operate you till September," and I'm like, "Okay, well, the ASN awards are in August, so this is cool." I kind of like take pictures on this side. You can't see the tumor, whatever, you know, because it was bulging out. That's why I keep a beard, right? So I'm like, "Okay," I'm like, "Okay." So he's like, but if something comes up earlier, we'll let you rock, you know? And I'm like, cool, if someone cancels. So I was getting ready to go to Miami. And then that Wednesday, 
before I was leaving, I was going to leave Thursday. That No, that Tuesday, they called me and they're like, hey, we got a slot for you for Friday. Mm. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm leaving in Miami. And I'm like, if not, I got to wait till September. I want to get this thing out of my neck. So I thought it was going to be pretty easy. Yeah. Girl, I went in. I canceled Miami. I took an L. I went in. They cut. They put me to sleep. I woke up. I went to sleep at 10, 10 in the morning. I woke up at 4 in the afternoon. Oh, fuck. I felt violated. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what they did to me, but I had tubes. I, I, apparently, I had tubes in everywhere because I didn't see them when I woke up, but I felt so much pain. Yeah. My legs, my calves felt, like, stressed out. My, I felt like my entire body was stressed, you know, throughout the day from what they were doing to me. Uh, and then I had a big patch on my neck. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? They're like, we took it out. Everything was a success. But you have some, you know, you're a little, you're slightly paralyzed right now in your face. And it's going to be that way for a while. We, did, we didn't compromise the nerves. So there's one nerve that goes to this part of my lip from here. And then there's another nerve that goes to my ear. So I still can't feel my ear at all. And all this right here is numb. And if you see me smile... Yeah. See how crooked it is? Yes. It used to be like this. I can't oh, do that. Wowzers. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little crooked. It will go but back. It will be back to normal. It, so every time it's healing, yeah, I feel this excruciating pain in the wound. And it happens periodically. So it'll happen usually in the afternoon and in, in, in the evening. And it's it happens repeatedly, and it's like, oh, sometimes I get such a headache from it, but it's coming back. And, yeah. And, and I'm sure it's because you're using, your, you're using it so much throughout the day that by the time you're kind of just like to the evening and almost like relaxing some, you start to feel it like adjusting and throbbing, I can yeah. imagine. Uh, yeah, it's, it's some of that. And then, so this part of my ear has come back. I can feel the top now, mm. but the bottom is totally numb. And this right here where the wound is, I have a cut. It's about, it's about, um, I would say five inches long, about four or five inches long. They, they, I, you can't uh, see it cause I got my beard. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to walk around with a big scar on my neck, but right. they did a good job as far as the operation goes and, and not leaving a scar. And, you know, he was, he was like, I can't believe you're healing so quick mm -hmm. because I went in as an outpatient Oh, uh, two weeks after the surgery. Mind you, this was, I just got surgery right before Miami. So what was that, end of July? I was going to say, yeah, because the tour is still going on. So it just really started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exotic. He's talking no, about Exotica. It, yeah, yeah, Exotica. So I just finished. Um, I'm still in the healing process, I, I, I guess, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I feel good. I feel great. I've been in the gym like an animal, just training like crazy. and And that's it. You know, just keep, you know. Rebuilding the brand, training, and I spoke with Mike from ASN, and I told him, I said, Mike, I can't make Vegas. Mm. I, I I don't want no one to see my face. I mean, I couldn't move it. So I was like, I don't want people to see me like this, you know? And so I said, you know, I'm going to have to skip the awards. I'm sorry. But he was like, all right. And uh, he still represented me out there, which was good. Yeah. And But I told him I'd be at, at Exotica in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. because Are I you feel... going to definitely come? Yeah, I'm going to come. Yeah, because I'm, I I just recently put it on my calendar. I blocked out the dates. No, I, I got to come. I got to come. I mean, I haven't been in New York for two years now. I miss 
I miss my town and I want to go to the event. I want to meet you in person, yeah. give you a hug. I take oh, pictures yeah. with you. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Meet Spencer, meet everybody and meet the whole crew. Like, I don't know anybody really that does like what we do or from New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I moved out here and started this. And uh, so, yeah, I definitely want to come back. And I speak to Lorenzo all the time. Like, mm-hmm. he's like my buddy. He calls me every day. So uh, he's like, are you coming, man? I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to come. Um, it, it, it's just been a lot. You know, raising the kids and 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 handling the business and, and going through my personal stuff. It's just a lot. You know, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, My yeah. son's a fighter, so he has a fight every month. So sometimes I'm like. That's another reason I couldn't go to my uh to Vegas. He had a fight that weekend, and I'm like, man, I can't miss this fight. He just went amateur. He's winning. Yeah, I want to support him. You know, I want to support him. And sometimes so, we do got to make the tough decisions to do the right yeah. thing. On on, I understand that. That's I definitely understand that. Well, you know what? And I'll tell you, you know, I, you know, I come from the music industry, thirty years as a producer and stuff like that. Originally, that's my, you know, my backdrop. Um. <laughs> And I look at these documentaries of people who I respect so much, so high, like Quincy Jones, you know, people like that. And I see them break down into tears talking about how, you know, the success didn't come with without, you know, sacrifice. And the sacrifice meaning, you know, not spending enough time with your kids and your family and how they resent you and the daughter's got daddy issues and blah, blah, blah. And it's just a ripple effect. It's It's either you're all in Oh, you're halfway in and you don't succeed. You got to be all in. And sometimes you compromise those obligations and those responsibilities that are typically mm-hmm. priority number one. You know, um, you have to be a little bit selfish in order to succeed when you're when you're an entrepreneur and you're doing it on your own. You know what I mean? Even while you're building your your brand and building your team up, building your company up. You know, you got to find the right people that fit the right positions perfectly so that you guys can move like Voltron. You can move like a strong entity. If not, you're going to get somebody who's just going to get a paycheck from you and do a half-assed job. And then you got to get rid of them and get someone else. And so in that process, you know, you definitely sacrifice and you definitely compromise a lot of things. And I go through that. I go through it. There's a lot of emotional stuff. And it's like, man... You know, but this is what I have to do because then the end goal is what? Mm-hmm. You know, build you that trust successful. and make sure and, I leave them right. And that's it. You know, I think about that all the time. You are right because initially, a couple of years ago, when I first started building the boutique and was focusing on the podcast or trying to figure out the podcast and all these different things, like I feel like I worked 24 hours a day and Spencer mm-hmm. didn't understand. He's like, what the fuck is it that you have going on? And it's like, well, I can't even explain it to you because I'm in the middle of trying to learn what I need to know and I'm trying to implement it and I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. And, you know, all these years later, you look back and you're like, oh my God, that shit was such a grind, but yet we're still in it, you know, and the grind goes on forever. It just becomes a different kind of grind. And of I always think about Shark Tank in the back of my head. You have to be willing to pivot. You've got to pivot. And if it's not working, you just pivot. And so in those moments where I get like completely overwhelmed, I'm like, wait a minute, it's okay to take a step back and not be so in it because I need to find my balance because I go so hard for so long that I'm like, whoa, like I need a break. And I feel like I'm swirling now, you know, but how else do you do it? How else, how else do you keep on driving forward if you don't get into those moments? And if you don't do those things, it doesn't happen, I feel like. 
Well, those are the challenges that make you or break you. You know, yeah. nothing comes, nothing good comes without sacrifice. I, and how I do it, how I, the gym. Yeah. The gym is my savior. I, I, I go seven days a week. Mm -hmm. My rest day, I'm in there, I'm running on my yeah. rest day, you know, because I just feel like when I release those endorphins, when I, when I, after I finish training, I feel optimal, even though I'm exhausted, I'm like, okay, I killed that. And now that gives me that, it, that confidence boost in everything else mm -hmm. In everything else. Yeah. I could be dead tired, but I come home. I'm like, man, this is dirty. Let me clean this. Got to eat a good meal. Let's cook. Let's prep this. It just gives you that motivation instead of you know, the typical, you come home from work, you're tired and you're too tired to do anything. And you just slump on the couch and watch TV. You're not going to get anywhere like that in life. You know yeah. what I mean? So, oh, yeah. It's so true. Oh, so, yeah. No, I think the gym for me works a lot. You know, it really does. I try really hard to make the commitment to go on a walk during my lunch break. So I get 45 minutes and I'm like, you know what? Like, I could totally walk the entire neighborhood right now and get in a good whatever. And on, on those days that I do do that, I do feel so much better because it's like it's separated from the world. I'm out in the sunshine and just, you know, taking in nature and kind of trying to distract myself from whatever it is. So almost right. like a little vacation for a short minute. And it's like I have yeah. to force myself to do that, though, because if I don't, then I just stay connected all the time. And I don't like there's no break. Right, right. I don't I don't think that that's healthy. <laughs> Cuz even when I was going to the gym, I was still like doing all my shit like on the treadmill or whatever I was doing and I'm like, where is the disconnect here? It's not happening. Mhm. Mm right, right. You were still you still had it on your mind. Mhm. Mm well, you know, and 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 so without getting too deep into, you know, talking about working out and stuff like that, but when I do it, I I never use music. I never listen to music when I work out. And I didn't know why, because everyone else got their headphones on and they're listening to music. So I tried it. And I'm like, all right, this is cool. But it's also annoying. It gets sweaty. It's 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 just annoying. And and I'm like, and then I read something just yesterday or the day before that said, when you're at the gym, do not listen to music. It's your alone time. It's your mm -hmm. time to focus on you. Stay grounded. Walk barefoot on 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 the on soil. Mm -hmm. For at least 30 minutes a day, you know, things like that, you know, meditate thing. And I, these are the things that I practice and they really do help. Yeah. They help me completely disconnect from all my stress, my worries and the things that I have pending, mm -hmm. which are worries, right? You're like, okay, I got to get this product out. How am I going to make this one sell more than the other one? And, da, 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 da. and it's just like, you can only do what you can do. And at the end of the day, if you're comfortable with that, then whatever is supposed to manifest from that is exactly what it is. Yeah. You can't predict what you're going to accomplish. You can only put your best foot forward. And you need that time to reset so that you can optimize your ability to do so. And that's yeah. what I do. I think that that's a really great point. I never really thought about that because you're like forced to almost go into a meditative state while you're doing it, per se. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just recently started Pilates and oh my god, the, oh it's so amazing! I I, it, I haven't done it, but I know it's amazing. Oh, I know it. 
It is so great. And it's one of the things that I've actually, this is the first time I've ever mentioned it to anybody because like normally everything that it is that I do in life, I'm, I'm taking some sort of video from my story or I'm doing something to try and connect with the world and stuff. And I kept that really private because I'm like, you know what, this is going to be my own thing for me to escape into and have that moment. And there is no music that plays there. Maybe there is that faint, um, like, I don't know, like spa type ambiance music. music. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, it's just four people in the class. So it's really mm-hmm. small and everybody's focused on like heavily. And it's such a good ass kicking. And it is. It's like one of those moments where you feel remotivated and energized and you're like, I totally got this, you know? So I think it's similar to what you were saying about the gym there. So yeah. now that you're saying it out loud, like that all makes really perfect sense. Yeah, but I just came to that. I just had that epiphany this week and mm-hmm. I came to that conclusion because subconsciously I've been doing it my whole life mm-hmm. on and off when I work out, when I yeah. don't work out, obviously I'm not doing it, but you know, I've worked out more than I haven't in my life. And then I'm like, how come I never listen to music? Some people like to smoke weed before they train. Mm-hmm. So I tried that and I'm like, yeah, this is cool because they want to focus. I don't have focus problems. Mm. I don't want to smoke weed before I smoke. I don't before I work out. I don't want to eat before I work out. I'm going to feel like throwing up. I go yeah. hard. Yeah. So I I realized what works for me. But one thing that I think would really work for more, more mature people who are really looking and have an abundant amount of of uh, responsibility on their plat on their p- plate. I think that working out in silence is works far more better than listening to loud music and being distracted with these things. And unless you're using it as a timer, mm-hmm. people use songs as timers, you know right. what I mean? So, yeah. I am. Um, one of the things I started doing on my walks now, I mean, it's sort of disconnecting, but I just only started doing it recently. So the last time we spoke, I had just gotten the part-time job and I was like, I can't, I can't fucking do all of this. I can't do the part-time job. I can't do that. I, I was getting very overwhelmed so come like March, the beginning of the year, I turned around to Spencer and I was like, I like, I am so overwhelmed. I'm trying to learn a whole new job function here. All like something so foreign to me. Like I need to focus there, get that perfect and figure out what my whole everything looks like. So I ended up putting the podcast on hold because I just, I needed to take a step back. And it was one of those right. moments where I was like, okay, it's okay to do this. Like I can take a personal break and figure out where I'm going. And after I did that, I was able to figure out in my part-time job, it's actually an amazing part-time job because I only work truly one hour out of the entire time that I'm there. It's it's, Mm -hmm. the universe blessed me hardcore with this job that I have in any event with being able to go out on the, the walks and everything once I started to get back into like, okay, I got that all figured out and I feel really good about the way that everything is flowing and I feel like I could take on more responsibility and I could, I feel like I could bring this all back. And of course, with other different conversations and different support along the way, I relaunched the podcast and it only just relaunched like maybe two or three, maybe August was the, the first time that I brought it back. And I was only going to do it on a monthly basis because I said, let me ease into it and say, what can I handle at this moment in time? And what do I feel like I would be doing to put out really good content? And the one once a month was a really great thought for myself. So that's how I launched it back. And then I ended up getting a silent supporter who financially contributed to the progress and success of the podcast today. 
So it kind of gave me like a new motivation. And I was like, all right, now I need to get serious here. So I started listening to podcasts on my walks because I wanted to see, I I just really needed to start to understand the podcast world because I never really listened to any beforehand because I never wanted to. I always just wanted it to be what it is and I just do what I need to do. and Organic. Exactly. And feel like I'm putting out what I should be doing without being conflicted organically. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. But then- so the podcast I'm listening to, I just want to make sure everybody knows, is like Vanderpump Rules. It's the Housewives. I mean, it is the most ridiculous of ridiculous, but it's something that's entertaining for me. And in the background, allows me to hear how they're actually producing their podcast. So although half entertainment, half business wise, I started to like come to the recognition that my podcast is not crap and it actually is really good. And I started to get super motivated. And so that's when I ended up reaching out to you and was like, Oh, we need to do a catch up and get you back on the show and kind of just like say, Hey, where are we at now? Type of deal. (laughs) Just so you know, I I strongly believe that your podcast is successful and is going to become even more successful because you're genuinely a real person. Yeah. And there's no fluff. Yeah. It's just, it's raw and uncut. And I know that I'm the same way. And so, except for these shades, but my eyes, I got like three layers of bag. I can't show this. It's it's crazy. But uh, yeah, no, that's what I feel about the podcast. I've I've been wanting to put out a podcast forever. Triple X Radio. I've been one. I ran ads. I'm like, it's coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. And then I'm like, someone told me once, they're like, you're like Howard Stern 2.0. And I'm like, really? Because that to me, that's a compliment, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm like, really? And they're like, no, seriously. And we were working on Triple X Radio a couple of years ago, two years ago, maybe uh, three years ago. And I was flying back and forth. I was coming into LA to shoot, to, to record it. And I was doing it with Carmela Clutch. And I was doing it with uh, Didi the Great. And myself, and I would have Zab Judah come in on it because he's my friend. So he would come in all the time. And he's uh, the father to Didi's children. So it was just a family thing. But it was so unorganized and it was crazy, but it was so much fun that I was like, okay, this is great for leisure, but how do we monetize this? How do we make this that people want to tune in? And what it was then is that everyone was an alpha. Mm. So no one, everyone was stepping on each other. No one would let me talk. And it was my show. So I couldn't get a word in. And I was just like, okay, you know what? This is not going to work. So we shot six episodes. And I said, you know what? I love these people, but I'm not going to fly in. It was costing me so much money to fly in and do these, these, uh, you know, these test pilots, Mm -hmm. if you will, um, that I just fell back from it. COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So it hit so hard. We were like, okay, we're not going to film this for now. Yeah. When COVID finishes, post-COVID, we'll go back and do it. And every, it just fizzled. It was two years. People went their own ways. Carmela Clutch. Looking for the ultimate adult entertainment night of your life? Check out mindbenderparties.com. Subscribe to our mailing list to receive the latest event listings and updates. Mindbender Parties, where life is anything but the ordinary. Obviously became the big, you know, adult entertainer that she is today. And uh, Dee Dee went and became a housewife and uh, Zab retired. And now I don't know what he's doing. But the point is that everyone went their own way. And so 
I kind of put it on the back burner. And then I said, well, if you, I, I've run that, you know, Howard Stern thing to a lot of people and they agree. So I'm like, what is it? The nose? You know, <laughs> I think it's because you can hold really great conversation. And I you think know, that's like what that... it is. I was just being facetious. No, I, I'm not. I, I, well, I mean, it's... I wanted to be really a to answer you, too. <laughs> <laughs> no. So this is the thing. I said, well, where, who's my Robin? If I'm Howard Stern, who's my Robin? Who, because really? Howard Stern never had a show by himself. He always had his the Robin. Robin yes. was, you know, the voice of reason, and he was the outlandish, you know, commentator, if you will. Yeah. So I said, who's my Robin? And I was like, okay, I'll do the show when I find a Robin. And it's not something that you just ask anybody. Like, you would be the perfect Robin. Yeah, but you are, you are the Howard Stern at. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I said, okay, it's going to fall on my lap. And this is one of those things where you don't overstress it. Yep. It's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. You know it will happen because it's a given. Mm -hmm. But it, you can't force the issue. So I didn't force the issue. And so what happened was Mike calls me. Mike Michael S uh Michael S um Mike Michael Ramos from uh, ASN magazine calls me and he's like, Hey buddy, you know, uh would you like to be on ASN Underground TV show? And I'm like, Oh, you have a TV show now? He's like, Yeah. I said, Yeah, I would love to be. He's like, We're filming in Burbank. Can you be there in two weeks? No problem. I went over there and I killed it. Yeah. And 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 his investor was like, do you want your own show? And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. Do you want your own show? And I was like, yeah. So anyway, that didn't work out. But what did work out is that Mike and I spoke several, you know, Mike is a good friend of mine. Mike and I spoke several times. In that day, there was a lady by the name of Dr. Stephanie Singler. Singler. She is a she has a PhD. She has a, uh, she's a doctrine. She, is, in, she does sex you, therapy and couple yes. therapy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So she was very intrigued with the thought of the game. So I I gave her the spiel oh, real quick. The, Trice, new, the new one. Or, no, 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 no. Oh, no, oh oh, you're hardcore. Triple the X. hardcore game. And she yeah. was like, really? She was like, she's like, I'm in the lifestyle. And I'm like, oh. And she was like, yeah. And she was going through some stuff, but it was very brief, our conversation, because I had to go shoot. I had to go film. So I went and did that. By the time I came back, they were celebrating. It was great. Boom, boom. We went out to dinner. That was the end of it. I never saw her again. But I got her information. So I called her, and I'm like, hey, would you be interested in being my Robin? And she said, most definitely. Oh, my and God. I'm like, amazing. I said, would you want to be my Robin? I think we should do this. And and the reason why is because she wanted to start a podcast, which she did. And she was like, you know, these are the things I want to do. And I'm like, well, I want to start a podcast. And, you know, people say that I'm Howard Stern 2.0, so I need a Robin. And who would be better than an actual sex therapist? You know what I mean? Giving you my opinions and my experience in life, and I have a lot of experience, but you're giving the clinical facts of things. I think that the chemistry, the bounce back, and she's a Virgo. Mm -hmm. And I'm a Pisces. You're a Cancer. Yep. You know how we get along. You know, yeah. it, it's just 
the chemistry is there. It's so great too, because you, with the male personality and then the female side of it being the super sex educated one of it is such a great balance because everybody automatically assumes like, oh, the guy in a sexual being, but they forget that the women could be equally as sexual, but, you know, articulated more sexual really than well, me. you know? Yeah. And so I'm, that's so amazing to hear. So yeah, so this is, and I'm I'm pretty much letting the cat out the bag because we're working on it. She's been a little busy and I've been a little busy, but we're basically, we said we want to do it. Let's do yeah. it. So it's just about doing it now. And, uh, and so Mike got involved. I'm like, Mike, listen, why don't we run it under your, your flag? That way, everyone who supports you is going to support the show. That's a great way to kickstart it. And you could you could eat off of it. I don't care. You know what I mean? There's enough for everyone. Yeah, exactly. When you, listen, when you have a round table and you could get everybody in their subject matter expertise there and build it together, like that's a dynamite combination. Of course, that is a brilliant thing to do. That's yeah, yeah. So that that that's something that we're uh, we're looking to get started really soon. Yeah. Um, it's been a scheduling thing. That's it. You know, me with the surgery, uh, I, I think that uh, Stephanie was uh, doing a little traveling, clearing her head. Mm-hmm. And um, and Michael also had some medical things, too, that he's been handling. So collectively, we've all needed that that hiatus to yep. come back, regroup and do what we have to do. Yeah. But I mean, nonetheless, the show is going to happen. Right. It's going to be us two, obviously remote because we not we're not in the same state. But we're neighbors. She's in Texas, and I'm in Cali, so yeah, it's not that. far. Yeah. yeah. Oh but my god, split- there's so many great things ahead, and I do believe what you said about like manifesting what you want. I think that there's all these different things that we want to succeed at, and we see our pipelines in a certain way. But you know, the universe doesn't give it to us in the order that we see it. it gives it mm-hmm. to us in the order that we can allow it to happen, or whatever it may be. And I've learned that a lot over these past couple of months with taking the back step or just kind of taking a moment to regroup and figure out what do my pillars look like and what am I supposed to be focusing on in the best way that I can. Originally, it was the boutique at the top, and then I switched it to have the podcast at the top because the podcast is the biggest marketing tool. So why wouldn't I funnel that to the top? So, you know, like having the space to kind of take a step back, although I thought it was a bad thing and detrimental to my whole composition of my business because I was afraid that if I stopped all that all that grind that you put in you have to start all over again once you mm-hmm. once you come back and that's tough but as of lately I've recognized how important it is for your soul to be able to take a minute and say you know what I need to regroup for a minute and I'm going to come back stronger and my thoughts are going to be more clear and I'm going to know exactly how to handle that and it sounds as it's if humbling. Doing... what's that it's humbling yeah very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very humbling. And it keeps you grounded, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 and, and it's okay to go one way and things may or may not work out to the extent that you would uh, imagine them to. It's okay mm-hmm. because that's how you fine tune things, you know? And then when it's all said and done, you know, when you have tenacity and you will persevere over any uh, obstacle and, 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 and at the end, what it's supposed to be is what it'll be. But mm-hmm. people will respect you because you were built on integrity. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That one thing about you since I met you, I, it's you're the same person. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you're exactly about the same thing. I mean, you left corporate America. Yeah. You left it. I'm pretty sure a huge salary and a, a great position yeah. to do something that you were passionately driven by. Yeah. I, too, had to um, take on a day job. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a day job. I'm at my job now. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm at my job now. And, um, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm taking my lunch right now. But uh, I'm... I'm working here. I work for a telecommunications company. I'm the lead estimator. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but I didn't know anything about that. And I had to learn it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was given the opportunity and and I had to learn the trade and the language and how to fill out these forms and how I'm still learning. I'm still being trained, but I'm driven. Mm -hmm. And my boss told me, he's like, I don't expect you to land a bid till November. I landed the bid the first 30 days I was on the tour. Yeah. And right now we're about, we just submitted a bid today that I've, I'm praying we get it because yeah. it's a multi-million dollar bid and that's a good, that's a good look for the company. Um, but yeah, no, I just like, whatever I do, I put my all into it. You know, I, I find myself in the weekends thinking about my day job. I'm like, man, all right. So this has to get done on Monday. It's so weird because mm-hmm. That's just who I am. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I had to put TXP a little bit, not on the back burner, but not as not the lead priority right now, because some of those things I can do at my leisure, like rebranding and stuff like that. I don't have to sit there all day and rebrand because I'm going to stress myself out. It has to come organically. Right. And it's, it is, it's coming organically. And I can do that in the middle of the night. My, my office is right there and I can, do the things I need to do. Yeah. So I'm actually working on several things, you know, that I, I just don't want to, you know, I'm working on a, a sports line as well because, you know, I'm a fanatic in the gym, so I'm yeah. working on that. There's a lot of things that I'm working on, you know, but uh, they, I don't even know why I'm saying but because I usually don't even say that. Uh, Just a lot. There's a lot that I'm working on. When we speak about how you know me and we talk about Triple X Playground and Trist and, you know, Triple uh, X Radio, those are the things that in, in that order that are happening and that are manifesting, yeah. But there are other things that I'm working on yeah. as well. well we can't I don't like to spread anything. myself too thin, though. Yeah. You know? Well, that, I think that that's part of it, too, making sure that we execute seamlessly against the few things that, you know, we want to do. I think that that was some of my things initially when I first started is there was so much to sort out and so much that it felt very overwhelming that I'm like, I can't carry this on by myself forever. And I almost was like losing my passion for what I was doing here because it that's how it felt. And having the regroup, I finally, I finally get it. You know, like when you have like an epiphany moment and you're like, oh, I get it now. Like that's what happened. And I fully thoroughly feel like excited and, and overjoyed to be back to where I am right now, because now I do feel like it's super fun and I eliminated trying to put too much on my plate and, and all that stuff. So I feel very happy to have learned. You can't put yourself too thin and you need to focus. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, that happened to me too. Um, and I have to be full transparency, you know, going to these exotica expos, they're fun. But am I gaining sales from them? No. Right. right. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Zero. I've, I go there and I give promotional stuff away to, for brand awareness. So it's a brand awareness 
campaign for me. Yep. It's not a conversion campaign where I'm actually selling units. I've I if I want to sell units, I go to lifestyle parties and I sell units right there. Mm-hmm. And or other 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 avenues, but not not the expos. The expos are not for conversion for me. Not a B2B expo where it's wholesalers and they're buying in bulk. Right. That would be great. I have yet to do one of those. Yeah. And I think that would be pretty, pretty good and profitable. So, yeah, that was a learning experience to me because I've been to several Exoticas. I even did a scavenger hunt in Chicago. And it was super successful, mm-hmm. but it cost me a lot of money. See, you know? And I gave it all away. Right. And that that's some of the stuff that I started to think about also with traveling with the boutique where it's like, all right, I don't necessarily need to travel with the boutique anymore. The reason why the boutique became a traveling vendor is because it was COVID and we were shut down and a lot of the different states had were allowed to have, you know, people outside and their requirements were all different versus New York. So we figured out how to make the boutique mobile and that was that. But now I'm like, I love it. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it's a lot with the travel, you know, and not necessary. So I'm like, I think for 2024, I need to pull back a little bit on that and say like, you know, the boutique is successful when we do it, but it's just the travel to get there. How many hours are we willing to travel? How long do we want to stay in the car for? How much time are, you know, like it's a lot. And so having some like thoughts on that myself. Yes. You have to, you have to actually, you have to be meticulous with every single detail that, that goes into creating the production of going to these places and handling your business and leave and stay the whole time you're there and what it takes to get back. Yeah. It's a lot. It's yep. a lot, you know, traveling. It's a lot, you know, and, 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 and doing shows and things like that. It's just, it's a lot. If you have a team, that's cool. I do everything by myself. You yep. have to see, I was doing a lot of lifestyle parties and I was showing up with X amount of games and banners and this, that, and the third and, wagons to pull everything and some of these places are in remote locations like you know you got to park here and come up the mountain in the in the houses <laughs> on the mountain it's just, how am i getting up there oh we have a shuttle for all this i've been through at two in the morning i'm like oh my god it's pretty crazy but you know where there's a will there's a way and i've done it i've done it and i got a little burnt out from it and i'm like okay I'm going to fall back from this. It's got to be a better way. And I'm just thinking, you know, there's so many different things. I thought about throwing my own parties, throwing my own facilitation, uh, facilitating things. And we were going to do that. And, you know, events that we were going to do it for canceled out last minute. So it didn't happen. I had banners created. So there's a lot of sometimes you take an L. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to take an L. But you learn. You learn who to deal with, who not to deal with. You know, what to ask up front for, you know, learn curb to me is the best part of it because it's what it's what chisels you into being an expert at what you do. Yep. Yep. It doesn't come overnight. You literally have to figure it out. There's no manual. There's no manual that comes with being an entrepreneur. There, there, there's a whole bunch of books written, but they're their versions of how they did it. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it works for you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I'll end up writing my own book. <laughs> I mean, I do have one, but I yeah. haven't put it out. But another mm-hmm. book, I'm talking about like a manual on how to really become successful at what you do. And I think that the fundamental of it is stick to your guns. 
and always move with integrity. Mm -hmm. Because if you do that, you will never be ashamed of what you're doing for yeah. a living. Yeah, I think that that's so right. You know, it's so funny and interesting. I was having a very similar conversation with my brother on Tuesday. We were talking about the podcast and just the progress of it and where it was going. And I was just giving him an update on, on all sorts of stuff or whatever. And I don't know exactly why he asked me this question, but he was like, you don't, you don't really like describe and share. He pretty much was asking if I share what my play scenes are and stuff. Like when we fuck other people and everything, he's like, do you, do you like map everything out for everybody? And he's like, I don't think you do. And I said, you know, not really, not at the time. If it's relevant in the conversation that I'm having, I will share out something, but I will never at the moment that it happened be like, oh my God, this is what happened this weekend or whatever. I said, my podcast is more about trying to embrace your sexual self and that it's okay to be that way in an empowering way. So yeah, although it's a swingers podcast, it's more about the foundation of just being a really good person and being your best lifestyle. I was about self. to say that. I was about to say that. Your podcast caters to a genre, a certain niche of people, swingers. Okay, you want to call them swingers. But really, they are open-minded, intelligent people who are confident within their relationship enough to really venture into as different aspects that average Joe won't yeah. because they have so many hangups because they don't have that connection. You see what I'm saying? And they do it respectfully. Right. So it's very in a very open platform that le look at our conversation. We're talking about everything but swinging, right? right. But mm -hmm. we're talking about two people that are very sexual. Mm -hmm. These are two, you and I, two people that are very sexual. So it's, it's a sexy podcast that mm -hmm. is showing people that, you know, People in the lifestyle are, are normal people. Yep. And, and they have a lot to offer. Right. They're very intelligent people. I haven't met one one couple or one person that is in the lifestyle that is not intelligent. Right. This is the, I don't think that they're dummies. And I, 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 I hate to sound, you know, ignorant, but I just don't I don't see any riffraff. Well, I think it if goes you will. back to like what people think swingers are. And it goes back to like that dirty mentality and just like a gross kind of thought. And no, it's not like that at all. And I guess that that's, that's why I never really shaped my podcast specifically around the sex part of it, because it's more about exactly living just like living day to day on how you feel fit to live, you know, and sharing that journey yeah. with somebody and openly expressing the fact that yes, you could be sexual and no, we're not gross. And yes, we're amazing humans. And there's so much more to it. Right, right. I'm sorry. I'm just multitasking. I'm listening to you. No, I'm, I don't want to be rude. I no, just... you continue on the journey. So like what he's talking about right now, since we've started this podcast, he was at his job and then he went in his car. I don't know where he drove to. He drove to somewhere. Now he's I out of the car and he's walking somewhere. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but I'm I'm completely intact with what you're saying. I love I'm so it sorry. Listen, I'm at my day job, so I get a 30-minute lunch and I'm oh, grabbing lunch. So why didn't you tell me? I we could have cut this short a little while ago, but this is what no, the no, best no, no, part no, about no, the no. podcast is. The shenanigans that go on in our I don't want to cut it short. I love talking to you. Yeah. I love talking to you. I don't want to cut it short. I'm sorry. No, if it comes listen. off a little unprofessional, 
No, it's I not guess that's me. Listen, I don't give a shit at all. This is the thing that makes my heart so happy with the podcast because, like, these are the moments that are captured that you wouldn't really necessarily think are captured. And it's, I enjoy it thoroughly. So, no, you keep on keeping doing what you're doing. And I got this <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. What I will tell you, though, is because we are almost appro- approaching an hour, an hour's time period, is I got so much feedback from our series that we did a while ago just about the chemistry between the two of us and the conversations that happen and like all that so the audience really did love what we've done here so I I do yeah I do think that we should do a touch base every now and then and like just this shoot the shit on hey what the fuck have you been up to and just have a grand old time like we are I'm your guy anytime yeah busy anytime you you just gotta ask me, and I and, and we'll coordinate, and I'm, I'm in a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent. I love talking to you. It's I mean, you're one of the main factors why I'm gonna go to New York to the to to Exotica because I want to meet you in person. You know? I mean, it's a year, and I don't know you yet. Yep. Like you know, I know. So, yeah, I know. No. We have. It's been. Oh, there's. It's been a really great year, and I'm so thankful that you didn't get upset with me when I kind of like ducked out when I had to do my transition and everything. And I'm really grateful. I completely understand. Yeah. All right, hold on one second. One yep. second. Okay, I'm back. Okay, perfect. So, <laughs> I had to order um, the food. What's that? I had to order the food real quick. <laughs> what did you order? I know, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. I'm so sorry. What did you order? I ordered a, a chicken uh, Baja ball, it's called. Oh. I, I'm trying to stop eating chicken, by the way, but I, it's my guilty pleasure. It's the only thing that I actually eat that's bad for you. Chicken? But I still, I mean, you know. I, I want to go vegan. Really? All right. I do. I'm... Yeah. Have you heard of Factor Foods? Oh, I love Factor. Oh, I... my God. Yep. So I let guess... me tell you a story about Factor. Yeah. So I used to live in this really, really nice plush complex. And they have, you know, a digital concierge downstairs. So this big box was there. And it said to my apartment. And I, PH 501. And I'm like, Really? Okay, I didn't order this, but it was to me. So I brought it upstairs. It was factor meals. Mm. So I don't, they put the wrong apartment and I got, oh, but they gave me like a week supply of food, right? Yep. Oh my God, I loved it. I was like, so I started ordering them and then I stopped for a little while, but I really liked them. That, their food is real gourmet. Yes. It's so good. And that was like one of the things on like my time off or whatever. I'm like, I need to work more efficiently and effectively. If I want to be able to conquer the world, I need to find assistance. And the Factor Foods is like the best thing ever. I get it for our lunch and dinner now. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, you could choose your meal, oh, but yeah. this is what we're doing. Yeah. It's so Oh, great. wow. So you're on it now? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I've been doing it for like three weeks now. And it's amazing. Because between our oh, travel you just schedule, started. Yeah, just started. They have... Oh my god, I love their food. I'm telling you, I I I was like TV dinners. That's nasty, but I tried it. It's amazing. Yeah, it really it's never is. frozen. It's, it's like freshly cooked. It's so on point, perfect. Like it has changed my life in so many ways. I don't have to worry about prep. I don't have to worry about cooking. I don't need to worry about thinking about what the meal is. It is just right there, and I feel like it's like a healthy know. where like I'm not falling like off the wagon when we travel of like just ordering fast food and stuff like that all the time. So I'm like, Oh, it's perfect. It's just going to be delivered and it's going to be there when I need it. And we're going to be able to stay on track. And it has been amazing. The best. 
Is, is, is Spencer on them too? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. He gets right, a lunch good. and a dinner also. Yeah, I got my son on them too because, well, we we stopped for a little while, but we're I'm about to get back on it. I, you know, because it kind of counts your calories for you too. Yeah. So it keeps you lean. Yes. You that know, I think I'm like I got calorie smart for us, and I feel great about it. <laughs> I love that because I know he works out, right? We were going to the gym, but since he was doing so much yard work in the backyard, this building our fire pit and stuff like that, he we've taken a break from the gym. But once, I guess like uh-huh. soon we'll be back in it. So his workout is like building the backyard during the summer. Well, that's a workout. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, it's a major workout because he put together like this amazing fire pit. Absolutely unbelievable. So, really so you, so you're throwing the parties at your at your home location. Well, we throw more personal parties at our house, and then mm-hmm. everything else is is offsite. But we do in more intimate ones with, you know, we'll all of our best friend, like lifestyle friends, will invite over for like a weekend and do like a weekend camp out or something like that. Historically, we did open the backyard up to anybody that wanted to RSVP to come, but. It, it it's now like there's not that much space it's changed a bunch and so we kind of had to ixnade that whole thing so we've changed it a little bit so it's just like more intimate and personal but it's fucking it's it's great it's really yeah great. but i think that i mean i'm just thinking this i don't know this for a fact but the ones that you would throw in your in your location your home it would be with people that you know understand you know how to engage and yes. i'm not gonna get into a fight in spats over there yeah like it's that. almost like you have to like a hand pick who you want to come because first exactly. off it's our personal house you know and you want to make sure that you're not just inviting any yeah. anyone you know because no, like, I mean, right, there exactly. have been times where people have like found our house and like delivered stuff to me at our yeah. house and now that it's a bad thing but it's a little bit of a bad weird thing so we had to kind of be a little bit more cautious on how we were doing it so yeah now it has to be use the like, p.o box girl use i know the PO box well the problem is is that we have a huge ass fucking trailer that has our logo all over you can't miss it you can't miss it so like <laughs> if you just drive around in an area you think we live you will find where we live hands down but then spencer has cameras around the entire house now like you can't step foot on this property without a camera going off and notifying him inside and outside the house wow yeah okay okay yeah no you got to protect yourself yeah yeah i can't even believe it so listen so let me ask you something yeah oh we're we're done well it's been an hour but ask me what you want to ask me what you want to ask i just wanted to ask you in comparison to the last time we did the podcast and to this time was is this as good or not as good or well, I guess we'll have to see what the audience says. I, I feel like we always interact. It's just like a conversation for us, Yeah. Right? See, that's it's why pretty I, cool. That's why I, when I text messaged you earlier and I'm like, yeah. we're just going to we're just going to say, "Hey, what's up?" and just go right into it because it yeah. happens, the conversation does flow so you so naturally. You don't have to pre-warn for it or what what the fuck um, ever. You know, it's it's simply the best kind of conversation <laughs> that makes me happy. Well, as long as you're happy, then I'm happy. Yes. You know, I think this is great. I think just shooting the shit and just being ourselves is something that we need to yeah. do from time to time. You know, like, we yeah, we do. Always... I have a lot to say. Right. And I want you to be on my show, too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Of course I will. And whatever, however you structure it, I will definitely follow suit. I think that it's important for the audience to 
connect on a different level and just be part of an on the, what is it, a fly on the wall kind of conversation and just see how people like us, people like us <laughs> who normally right. interact, you know? Yeah, just have, right, exactly. Normal interaction. It's yeah. not, there's no in your windows. There's no nothing. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're people, they're like, man, maybe I could be like that too, you know? Exactly. <laughs> we're just confident people, confident yeah. people yeah. that exude sexiness that's exactly right and we just there have compatible friendship that just fucking keeps the conversation 100 100 right? yeah yes so well, i do I, think I, I, thank you thank you for having me on your show again yes and i think that we should touch base and do this again in like two months because by that time we should be almost i think through exotica new jersey whenever the time frame is it should be after exotica new jersey so if we do have the opportunity to meet there, we'll be able to do a recap of what transpired and everything. That would be what my... Oh my God, that goal. sounds like a plan. Yeah, okay, let's, so do then, it. let's do that. So then that's, I think, the beginning. Is it the first weekend in November that um, uh, is? I don't have it offhand. It, it might be. I believe... Oh, yes, it's the, it's the second to the fifth. Yeah, so that's the first weekend in November. So then we'll record, depending on our schedules, like that week after for it to launch later on in the month then. That would be okay. Sure. That sounds perfect. Yeah, oh we'll, we'll, touch base. we'll fine-tune the date. Oh, I might definitely. take a vacation yeah. right after Exotica for a yeah. week. So Now, right if you wanted to leave a takeaway with everybody on where to find your information, where would they go? Yes, you can go to uh, www.triplexplayground.com. That's T-R-I-P-L-E. X P L A Y G R O U N D dot com, completely spelled out. Uh, my Instagram is triple underscore X underscore playground, and my Twitter is uh, triple X play G R N D all together. You can find me there, ask me any questions. I'm an open book. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining the show. I hope that you have the best lunch, and I hope the rest <laughs> of your workday goes amazingly well. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I love talking to you. I'll talk, talk to, to you soon. soon. <laughs> Bye, sweetie. Bye. Bye-bye. The Mizzy Bender Show, where no topic is off limits. Join the one and only Mizzy Bender as she talks everything sex, curiosities, fantasies, and more. Subscribe to our mailing list to receive the latest event listings and updates.